message from Salsu. The tickets are on sale now for the annual Salsu Banquet. The theme this year is La Galleria Real. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that right, but it's at the Spanish Art Gallery at the Mission Inn and tickets are available for 30 bucks uh, individual and that's a good price, but they will top it if you are a couple and they'll have tickets for sale for each member of the couple for $25 each. Also, if students would like to be a part of Salsu next year, go ahead and submit your applications. The applications are now open for the positions of president, executive vice president, social vice president, and spiritual vice president. Students can apply online or through the OrgSync portal. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. It is your host, Aaron Mylong Kai. Uh, thank you for stopping by. Today, we have the honor of speaking with a very intelligent individual. He is a student on this campus. He is also the leader and president of the Hispanic Business Incubator at the Zapara School of Business. They are doing some great things and through this conversation we actually go in depth on some of those things and why you should join. So without further ado, please enjoy this chat with Jose Alcala. Um, the topic of criminal justice, mm. let's talk a little bit more about that. Okay. Uh, what what kind of got you into that, that um, as a as a sense of what you wanted to study and pursue? Well, I always had a sense of wanting to help people. So whatever way I could, and then when I was in high school, or middle college program, I should say, which briefly cover that, it's a, it's a program offered to my school district out in Paris, and it's offered to a couple schools in Marina Valley, uh, where we would go attend... Uh, actual college classes at Marina Valley College uh, for the last two years of our high school uh, careers. Wow. So I got two years high school credit ahead. So while I was attending that... Was, was that a special program? Yeah, it's a special program. It's really exclusive. Or you have to go... You have to find like 300 different applicants at mm. once. It, Did you have to choose like a, a, a major or a topic that you wanted to study with those? No, it was just a, to cover like general ed. Some Some students graduated with associates. Some didn't. So wow. I graduated with three, which blew my mind how mm. how they could do that. But uh, yeah, it, it was just a uh, program offered uh, while I was while I was in high school. I said, "Hey, let's give it a shot. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, it's water under the bridge." Mm. So mm. turns out I made it. And while I was there, uh, I just got a sense of I want to help people mm. whenever way I can. I always see homeless people out on the street, <clears throat> and so I'm like, I want to help you, but I don't have the means to right now. I can't. Uh, since I, since I, ever since I picked up a job, uh, if I see a homeless person at the gas station or something, I'm like, "Hey, man, you hungry?" Mm. And a lot, wow. everyone, every single one, they're like, "Yeah, right. man." I'm like, "Give me a few minutes. I'll go in there, buy them a couple hot dogs or something, yeah. a couple big uh, sixty-four ounce <laughs> uh, Gatorades, yeah. Yeah. and I'm here, man. It's, so it's hot out. Uh, did you? 
um, did you grow to become that type of person or was there any, any, any point in your life that made you want to be more, uh, more involved in helping others? Well, mm, I guess what steered me towards like, towards criminal justice was I kept seeing uh, all the officers, how they chase bad guys. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds pretty cool. 17-year-old me, yeah, I want to go chase bad guys, stop criminals, help people that way. That, that's, that sounds like a great way. And then uh, one of the recruiters for the criminal justice program went to my high school, and I happened to be there. I walked up and to their booth, and they're like, hey, you want to study criminal justice at our school? Come on down. I took a tour, and uh, they just showed me all the benefits that, that you can get from it. You can work anywhere with the, with the criminal justice degree. If you want to mm. go local, uh, state, county, federal, private, you, you can go anywhere. So with your, with your education on criminal justice, mm-hmm. do you feel like there's, there's specific areas where you can apply it to in life? Well, uh, cri- critical thinking, analysis, um, investigative skills, all that I can apply it to just about anything. Mm. So it doesn't matter if I go work for, uh, I don't know, an insurance company. And they could, I can go out to a traffic accident and be like, okay, well, there's this, this, and this. I look around, maybe that camera's picked something up. Maybe mm. that camera's picked something up. Hey, walk up to the to the manager, and be like, hey, I'm an insurance agent with so and so insurance. Uh, do you think I can get a copy of your security footage? Mm. Doing a little investigating to see who's at fault. Bam. Oh, hey, look, that person has a dash cam footage. Maybe I can get it. Critical thinking. Um, maybe uh, it's a, it seems a little un- unusual how one car's turned in one, in one direction. Their skid marks aren't adding up to the stories. Uh, then you start to use little, little critical thinking skills saying, oh, uh, well, maybe this guy was going a little faster than he said he was going. That's why the skid marks are so, are so long. Mm. Now, do you feel like that critical thinking came because of the education or do you feel like it, it was more of a, a personal trait? Oh, that, that came with the education. <laughs> how how yeah. so? Well, all, all the classes they offer here or at the criminal justice campus, they, mm-hmm. they're great. The professors are great. Love them all. Um, yeah, they, they just force you to think in ways that they're slightly, that you're not used to. Is there any specific professors that you felt? Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it was positive, right? Positive, positive. Bell. For sure. <laughs> Can you speak more about that? Uh, Bell, he, he, he's like a, he's like a second dad because mm. he, he'll be on everyone. Mm. If he sees you eating like in and out jack in the box or something he'll be like what the heck mm. get your butt over there get something healthy in you and start running he'll always constantly be be looking at everyone all the seniors have you put in an application have you put in applications mm. LAPD is hiring Riverside County Sheriff is hiring they're hiring they're hiring have you applied have you applied have you applied how are your mm. applications going and he'd constantly be on them. is there anything that he taught you that specifically affected your life positively? He told me to come get my master's. Mm. In, in, in business, right? Yeah, he told in me. Sense, he said, well, it was a, he said, uh, get your master's, in, get your MBA in public safety administration. That's the mm. degree that we were, that we were going for. And uh, I s- still have this mentality where 
if I receive an order from a superior, I execute on it. So back when I was working with the Riverside Police Department, all my training officers, uh, or any officer for that matter, they told me, hey, do this. Yes, sir. Did yes, you, ma'am. at the time, did you feel like you, you wanted to do that? Was yeah, it a that, call? That, that was my, that was my, my, yeah, that, that's what I was going to, put in some applications. Uh, and my plan was kind of, uh, if I get, got accepted and I, they said, okay, your academy start date's this date, I was going to put my master's on hold. And then uh, when I got out, uh, I'm out of, on probation, out on the streets, then I can slowly pick up uh, the master's again. Dean Thomas, funny, funny story how this actually <laughs> started. Uh, the, I want, walked into his office to complain about our, our public safety administration degree because we were like, okay, well, what's going on? We just heard that we were transferred because so we got transferred over to general management and we didn't really get much notice. It just, it just happened. So I walked into his office to, to, to complain. He's like, hey, what, what's going on? I mm-hmm. thought we were getting public safety. And he told, Dean Thomas told me, hey, well, no, it, it's too specific. Criminal justice and criminal justice, no. It's fine. You're doing general ed now. Uh, give me, give me five students, meet me at Starbucks. We're going to start a new organization here. And I, I walked out. I was okay. Walked out. I said, wait, what? <laughs> what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I, I followed that order. Cause mm. superior. I followed Bell's order. Man, I respect greatly for all that he does, um, to come do my master's. And then next person on top is Dean Thomas. He gave me the order. We're starting this. Yes, mm, sir. Wow. Wow. That, that's funny how that happens. So yeah, we could talk, let's, let's talk about more about, more about the, the group. Incub- yeah. Incubator yeah. that you have going on. That's the super exciting stuff. Maybe do you want to, for those that aren't too familiar, do you want to break it down? Yeah. Uh, pretty much uh, Hispanic business incubator. It's uh, aimed at Hispanic students. Uh, but anyone can come in and, and help out with what they... And anyone they as in... Yeah, an, anyone. Anyone of the whole school, right? Yeah. Not as long as they're lost to your majors, students. Not, yeah. yeah, as long as they're lost to your students, they're welcome to come in. Wow. That's we amazing. are based out of uh, the school of business, but uh, that's because that's where the office is. But pretty much what we want to do is we want to create the next generation of leaders. Here, straight out of the school of business. And we're, we're providing uh, an area, an organization where it's risk-free... You can come in. You can try out twenty different ideas. If they all fail, so be it. One's gonna, one may stick, one may not. Now you want to create leaders. Yes. What is your definition of our? Let's phrase it this way: What makes a great leader? Ooh, that's is a question. I feel like they would ask me in in my masters. To me, in my opinion, a great leader is someone who can put others ahead of uh, before themselves. They can, they not only know when to take charge, when to make direct orders, but they also know when is uh, appropriate to get input from others. They don't think that they're, that they know it all. They're humble and they help their team mm. because without a team, a leader is nothing. What is your process in, I, I, with the research that I did do, you, you chose these individuals to be a part of the group. What was that process like? Most of them, most of them were, most of them I did choose. I, I personally invited them and said, Hey, we've got this new organization. Do you want to, you want to come try it out? It's, 
it's risk free. We're gonna try and start start up some businesses. We can make money. Uh, and a lot of them were like, yeah. Uh, we started we started off with like around eighteen people. Most of them dropped off, but we're slowly gaining back the numbers, and we're about about the same same number right now. Uh, but it's been solely through either Dean Thomas's references or word of mouth because that seems to be the easiest way. What is your take on money being a motivation in business, part, specifically uh, in in what you guys are doing? I know that this this topic is pretty interesting mm-hmm. in, in a way where uh, we're we're in a in a in a college that's specifically highlights that we're a, a Seventh-day Adventist yeah. institution and money, it, it's a bad yeah. motive, but what, what do you think the, the role is in I, all this? I tell them that there is potential to make money because we're starting, we're starting to, we're, we're building, we're building companies. Mm-hmm. So if they, if we can make a successful company, yes, there will be money. That's part of the reward, but it shouldn't be the sole reason why they come in because if they come in expecting Oh, I'm gonna get a paycheck next week. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be very disappointed. Mm. Do you fit? Do you fit that in in your spiel when you when you get new members? Yeah, I, I make it clear to them. Every new person that comes in, I tell them, "Hey, just so you know, we're gonna criticize your your stuff. Don't take it personally because mm. it's is we mm-hmm. have to. We need to. We want to sell things on the market. So if we view some flaws, maybe you didn't see them because uh, it, it's your idea. You you view your idea as perfect. Hmm. Anything you make, you say, oh, it's perfect. The, the bias of yeah. your own creation. But when, your baby. when other, pe- when other <laughs> right. people say, well, may, maybe you should tweak it this way or this way a little, then that's when you start to open up a little. You know what? I think you're right. Right. So they people need to be a little bit more open to criticism. Don't mm. take it personally. It's not a personal attack. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, we're, we're trying to help you out, steer you in the right direction. Mm. Ideas pretty much become these business plans. Uh, in, your, mm-hmm. in your group, in the... Hispanic business incubator, which mm-hmm. is really cool, by the way. <laughs> what is the process of getting an idea from point A to Z? Well, I've been telling everyone, find a problem. Find an issue that you see day to day. Whether it's it's as simple as you're uncomfortable while you're sitting down at the cafeteria to something super complex like which may be a little bit more difficult to do at our level, but find an issue and then try and work your way to solving that issue. If you could solve that issue right then and there, you already have a product. I can imagine that you go through a few ideas. Yeah, we, we go through a lot that. of ideas. Like it just it, any idea that, that can pop into your head, you know, at the time you're like, oh my God, this is the greatest mm. idea ever. Mm. Why hasn't anyone done this? And then you do a little research into it and you're like, oh, well, there's similar things. Right. There's really no need for it right now. So how long is usually the phasing process of finding the, or finding if the idea is, is worth pursuing? Well, depends if, they, if they've done it, enough research, whoever's bringing the idea up. If they've done the research, they, they, they come up and they're like, oh, I've uh, looked on online. I uh, found the, this, this, and this. They're kind of similar. Those three offer similar things, but mine, this is what makes it different. Can you elaborate on how how do you get strength from an individual? How do you how do you let that? How do you let them strive uh, in a, in a sense like? Well, what are you good at? 
Right. What are you good at? If mm. you're good at something, put them in a position that does that. Mm. It's like, oh, I'm really good at, at, I'm really creative. Or I'm really good at, at writing business proposals or doing estimates. I'm a great accountant. Okay, we're going to have you do that for everything. Because mm. mm. maybe, they, maybe they're needed at some point, at one point, but not at another, and they can be working on other stuff. But they can be, they can take charge of that area of that yeah. aspect of things. Because you tell me, hey, go do accounting work for for like the app. I'm like, okay, I, I can, yeah, I could do a rough. But it's not your strong suit. Yeah, I, 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 can, I, I understand to a point what what goes on the balance sheet and everything. But it's not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get a business major that does accounting. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna have a way better understanding than me. So it's about finding the right people. Yeah, I see. And I'm not ju- we're not just looking for business students. We're not just looking for art majors. We want everyone. So what would you what would you say to a person that kind of aren't too secure in their strengths, in, in a sense where they they don't really think that they have any str- strengths per se. Everyone has a, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Mm. It doesn't matter who you are. You have something you are good at. You just may not know it. And it's just uh, trying out different things mm-hmm. until you find something that clicks. And if they're, to those that are listening, if, you, if you're not sure if you have any strengths or weaknesses or you're just too shy, right. uh, I encourage you, just come on, come on down. Try, try, some, try some stuff out. Help out with the project. Mm. One thing, everyone in the group... Uh, we've got a, it's like a small family. We're all there to support each other. We're all help, helpful whenever we can be. We're, we're there. We're there for each other. We're thinking business and want to want to get a profit out of, out right. of whatever we're making, but we want to stay together. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if one company takes off, uh, we don't want that person that, that built that company to say, oh, well, they never did anything for me. Yeah. And I see. Yeah, completely separate themselves. No, yeah. we, we want them to. We want to all be together in the long run. Thirty, forty mm-hmm. years in the future, we can look back and be like, hey, those guys over there, those <laughs> girls over there, they helped me build this. That's awesome. So, you were speaking of failures. Can you maybe touch on a failure that set you up for a success, a later success? Maybe if I rephrase it, what was your favorite failure? Hmm. My favorite failure. I don't want to call it a failure because I still don't consider it a failure. I want to cons- I want to say that it's more of a I took the step too soon. Because what I did last year, I invested, well, money I don't have. Uh, I invested about twelve, thirteen thousand dollars into starting up a company. I see. So that company is technically still an entity, but I haven't done much with it because two months later, Dean Thomas, two months after establishing the company or a month after, Dean Thomas told me, hey, we're doing this. Oh. So, so yeah. I kind of put that to the side and I haven't worked on it. What was the company, if you don't mind me asking? Real estate investing. So pretty much buying houses, uh, flipping them and selling them. And that was last year? Yeah, last year. Okay, okay. Going almost a year. I want to start. I want to start picking that up soon, because uh, I do, I want to at least give it a shot before I consider it a failure. Uh, one thing that that has taught me, uh, and a lot of people have learned this through uses of credit cards, is money management. I thought I was pretty good with my money, but 
when you can manage to try and make payments on a less than part-time salary on everything and still somehow survive while going to school, that's, it, it teaches you how to, how to pinch pennies here and there right. and literally pinch pennies. Like I, I, when I go to work, I see a penny on the street. I'm like, Ooh, a penny. I'm mine yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky penny. It shows you the value of money. It, exactly. It's not hard to come up with money. That, that's, that's, that's one thing that I've learned real quickly because uh, our investors with the Nunez, Nunez Foundation, um, they're they're willing to give us the money. We just have to come up with the mm. with the products. Mm. Mm. So that that's a, that's another deterrent people have. They're like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to start a company or I don't want to uh, go into entrepreneurship because uh, it's going to cost me too much money. I'm not going to be able to afford it. And in reality, well, that's what investors are for, right? Yeah, they're going to take a cut, but if if some investor invests a hundred thousand dollars in in and they get and but I make twenty thousand off of that or two hundred thousand off of that mm-hmm. and I have to pay them back let's say fifty fifty thousand dollars I still got fifty thousand right I mean it's it's an extreme example yeah. but it's the one I, I I tell my parents and and to those of you that don't really understand the the jargon <laughs> of of business it it does go in deep but it in a sense, having a, a being a part of a community mm-hmm. such as what Jose's Jose's doing with their with their group, uh, the Hispanic Business Incubator, it's it's giving you the opportunity to learn about mm-hmm. that. And if you can, can you speak about what's the first step that someone mm-hmm. should take if they have an idea? If they have an idea, yeah, the first. Well, one of the first steps is also just take action. Mm. You're going to hear that a lot from everyone, from everywhere. Not a product placement for Nike, but just do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You just get in there. Uh, take that first step. If you're not sure whether, whether or not it's going to work, well, guess what? You're going to fail in life. Mm. Whether you like it or not, learn from it. Mm. Don't be afraid of failure. Embrace it. Right. We're all going to fail plenty of times. That's a great perspective. Call to action. How would you if phrase the call to action to someone that is contemplating joining your group? What do you have to lose? Mm. You literally have nothing to lose. It's risk free. We're not going to judge you or your we can judge your ideas, but we're not going to attack you personally. As a person, it. right? So you have literally nothing to lose except a little bit of your time. Mm. And honestly, it's, yeah, we have limited time here, but it's, it's not like it's a significant thing. Like instead of playing a, a round on your PlayStation, Xbox, on some PC game, or instead of going out to the store, shop, shopping for stuff that you don't really need, wasting an hour or two on Netflix, come on down. Maybe, maybe something will interest you. Uh, you never know until you actually try. That's great. That's great. Is, is there any any last words that, that you want to say to anyone out there listening on the campus? Just don't be afraid of failure. And you can take that to any, even to those that aren't interested in joining the group, don't be afraid of failure. As long as you learn from it, you'll be fine. Because we're all, we're all going to fail. We all mess up. 
one way, shape, or form. No one's perfect. No one's a saint. Hey, you awesome people. Thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Before you go, I would like to ask you to pull out your phone and open up Instagram and give us a follow. That way we can know who exactly is listening to the podcast and we can interact with you in regards to the future episodes. Thank you for listening. And if you're interested, check out this chats on video form. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It will be linked on our website. Before I ask for too many things and start to annoy you guys, have a good day. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next episode.